uh, with that being said, last time, uh, the group had kind of found themselves in uh, Fandel for various reasons, and um, the kind of deal that brought everyone together to kind of pull up arms and act together as a team, uh, there was a wood elf female who... Um, began to exhibit some strange symptoms and then uh, instantly kind of grew in size and this enragement kind of took over her. Um, after the party's involvement of taking her down um, without uh, killing her, uh, she returned to size. Her husband thanked you all generously and said as soon as he could, he would be back to give you all um, some type of reward for, you know, uh, making sure not to kill his wife. And... Uh, after they were kind of taken out, you guys helped clean up a little bit, and the tavern owner then approached you guys, and um, his name was uh, Davin, and he said, uh, if you guys could, I would appreciate that you guys would uh, come and help me with a little um, problem I'm having at the tavern. He then explained that it was some sort of rodent or some sort of being kind of getting into stuff and kind of stealing his goods, and so... Um, through various methods, the group kind of was standing and waiting and setting a trap, and uh, after a short chase, uh, you guys found out that it was the spirit of a child, which happened to be uh, Davin's um, childhood friend who one day went missing and was never found. Upon being able to kind of um, follow him and track everything down, um, you guys found his That's remains. Fine. And it was here that you guys were able to put him to rest and allow him to uh, rest easily. Um, after that, the shopkeeper uh, or the tavern owner um, saw fit to give you guys a free week's uh, stay with food and lodging, as well as 90 gold for your troubles and your assistance. Um, it seemed like this was a very important thing to him to have finally found his long-lost childhood friend and be able to kind of give that news to his sister after that you guys retired to your rooms after what seemed like a, a pretty eventful day and you guys all kind of slowly took the time to rest and close your eyes and you guys all kind of awake to the sound of kind of um pounding on each of your doors and uh as it kind of goes room by room uh, a voice kind of shouts through the door saying please Ready yourself and uh, present yourself out here when you have the chance. Thank you. And he kind of goes from door to door doing that, getting everybody. And then um, what does the group want to do? Well, since I was woken and I probably have a half-asleep bear that probably rolled on top of me, I push him off and make to make myself presentable. And give uh, Mithril a, a nice little fur scrub down to get any mites or ticks out of it. And take a few minutes doing that and then step out of the room. With Mithril nosing my back at the small of my back trying to get out because I'm standing in the threshold. All right. Rundas, how are you uh, responding to that kind of, not so much command, but as like a, a gesture of um, wanting to meet or know you? 
I'll jump out of the bed, grab my shield, uh, hammer, and then my uh, arcane uh, sigil sort of thing. I'm forgetting what it's called right now. And then just go straight through the door. Sure. And uh, for Isabel, would Isabel kind of take the moment to get up, kind of ready themselves and head out as well? Isabel wouldn't bother with her armor, but she would she would still like be dressed and stuff like that and sure. you know, go see what's up. So as you guys all kind of come out, you see what looks like to be uh, this kind of uh, drow elf and uh, you see kind of three high elves standing behind them. Um, all of them are dressed in this kind of breastplate and um, kind of gauntlets and shin guards, uh, all of this kind of emerald kind of color. And um, you see that they um, are all brandishing what looks like some sort of kind of crystallized uh, greenish emerald colored swords um, that are put away at the hilts. But there's no sheath uh, so much as there's like a kind of um, a belt loop that is kind of put through. And it, it's held there. Um, and you see they're all standing there. And the shopkeeper or the uh, tavern owner, Davin's kind of standing off to the side with his head kind of not not down, but kind of just averting his gaze from looking at them. And you see uh, the drow uh, elf kind of step forward. And he looks around and he says, ah, thank you all for coming out here with urgency. I apologize for waking you all. Um, I understand, uh, you helped quell the, the, uh, outburst of rage in this town yesterday. Um, so says the, the farmer with his, uh, wife, the one that, uh, you spared. Uh, I would like to give you all a, um, token of gratitude, as it were. And he kind of, um, nods to his soldiers which kind of move out towards each of you and hand you uh, a little uh bag and in each of this bag is 50 gold so you guys can add 50 gold to your inventory and My thanks at, he kind of gives a nod and then he says ah which brings me to the other reason why i'm here i have traveled from the capital and uh am here to request your assistance um you see, we are trying our best to deal with these outbursts as much as we can. Um, but we would very much like if a capable party could investigate into matters further. Uh, we'd be willing to uh, offer you great compensation as well as a upfront payment if you are to take up this task. Have you any information of the task to be taken care of? That was fairly fairly vague uh i believe uh it's tough to say um and he kind of turns towards um the three guards behind him and the uh tavern owner and he says uh if you would please give us the room um mm -hmm. i would appreciate it and you watch as they all kind of file outside out the door and he says ah, so <laughs> As he kind of takes off his helmet and kind of just sets it to his side, holding it there, he says, It is, uh, I'm sure some of you have heard the rumors floating around of the the world tree being infected or having some sort of uh, corrupted nature. Well, these rumors are true. 
the world tree has gone sick with something. Even our greatest uh, druid Achilles can't seem to figure out what is wrong. And uh, the council has seen fit to um, do what it can to hire adventurers to look into this and see if um, they will be able to come to some sort of conclusion that we cannot. As we, uh, our men are tied patrolling the surrounding grounds to make sure that uh, um, we don't get involved in any warring conflicts outside of our region, as well as uh, uh, quelling the um, frequent outbreaks of the, the, the rage that some uh, of our um, <laughs> followers are experiencing. And um, quite frankly, adventurers have a little bit more freedom than those of us that are bound by the code. Hmm. I, see. I know I personally would love to look into it. Uh, a threat to the world tree is a threat to us all, and something needs to be done about it if we can. And he kind of looks at the other three of you to see what um, the rest of you are, if you are all in agreement with this, or because he doesn't, he doesn't know if you guys are a party or if you guys are all kind of doing your own thing. I. I nod in a solemn uh, yeah, I nod in solemnly to him and say that in Sylvan, I don't know if he'll understand, but that's what I say. I am no great druid, but I swear to that I will do what I can. And right when I say that, Mithril just has to like but is it is two cents in and pretty much pushes past me because he got tired of waiting in the room. So that makes my solemnness go, you know, kind of lost in the transition, I guess. <laughs> and as you're talking and he sees the bear come out, he's, ah, it, uh, nice bear you have there. Puppy. I <laughs> say in a, in a, in a absolute like committed, committed voice that he's a puppy. Oh, uh, so, he's just puppy. He kind of looks at the other three people in the room, um, and he, yeah, puppy. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> and he looks down and gives Mithril a, a good head rub. We were heading that way anyway. I wanted to see the tree, or at least I was. I say in common. Uh, very well, and. The other two, as he looks at Rundas and Drool. I'll hope you look into this, okay? Drool starts out croaking. And then stops. Oh, sorry. I forget I'm supposed to be common sometimes. I have no family. I am only a tool... In the war god's service now. Eh, I'll look into it. He kind of looks almost taken aback by that. And you see, like, one of his eyes start to water up a little bit as if, like, he senses that pain. Uh, but he kind of steals himself and he looks over at everyone. He says, very well. I appreciate your help in the matter. Uh, in that case, uh, he kind of goes to the door and he kind of bangs on the door and you watch as two of the three guards walk back in and they set down a uh, coffer on the table here. And uh, 
he says, ah, so this is uh, the upfront payment, uh, 250 gold. Um, should this, uh, I, should, I hope this should help you on your travels heading forward um, and buy you any supplies you may need for this journey, as well as uh, be a, a token of good faith that I hope that uh, we can get this issue resolved swiftly. Uh, people are suffering greatly under this, this corruption that is spreading. Uh, well, with that said, I will uh, leave you to your days. Uh, I'm sure you are all very hungry, and I do not want to keep you. Good day, and should you need me, uh, you can always reach me uh, via Sending Stone. Um, the name's Lucius. Well, we will reach you if we need you. Thank you for this offer. He kind of looks at all you, gives a nod, and kind of heads out with the other two soldiers, and... They begin to like head away, and then you see the uh, tavern keeper Devin kind of walk in. Um. Ah, well, now that that's over, what what about some food? Are you guys hungry? Fairly vanished. Ah, very well. And uh, he walks into the back, and you hear him kind of clattering some stuff around, messing with some stuff, and you watch him kind of come out with what looks like some um. Uh, hot porridge and um, there looks to be something in it and he kind of brings one around to each of you including um, mithril um, which is kind of put into like a almost like a, a bucket instead of a bowl just so that mm -hmm. way he can eat it properly um, nice thank you Durham. Uh yeah no problem uh, eat up and um as you guys kind of dig into this and begin to eat, you guys... Sorry, Gavin. My bad, Gavin. <laughs> Davin. Davin with a D. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, so as you guys begin to eat, it's got this kind of uh, little bit of sweetness to it, but it's also got um, this thing in there, and it's given this, it, this uh, taste, and you guys all realize that this is cinnamon. It's kind of a cinnamon stick put in there to kind of... Uh, enhance the flavor so it, it tastes um, quite well actually nice I will make sure to compliment the man for it I turn and look at Rundos as I've sat down eating I say what say you that we just form up a, a little troop here and we take that gold that is offered to us to see what is wrong with the tree and use it as funding for our troop any supplies we just pull out of that funds and split what's left over after the end they're at the end if we find anything and i look at the others too in there to see what they say as well but since brunos is the second biggest or the, the i'm the second biggest and he's bigger than i am he's the one i look at to, to talk to first <laughs> no offense to the other two of you here <laughs> oh i'm very offended of course <laughs> oh man all right um 
yeah, so as you guys are all kind of enjoying your meal, um, you guys can kind of discuss, figure out your game plan, how you guys want to do things. You guys do have the Gravius area map that you guys can switch to, kind of pick your route on how you want to go about um, getting there. But you know that the closest town to the World Tree is, in fact, Felspin. And um, to get there, I think it was about a four-hour journey. Let me double-check that real quick. Uh, control. Uh, yeah, you're looking about four-and-a-half-hour journey to get to Felspin. Um, and you know from here, there's a, a lot of kind of um, religious significance about people who worship the Great Tree here. And um, so you know that this is probably the best town to kind of start your investigation. I'll say to everybody, you can do with the money and what you want. I'm going to get more food. Then I'll go to the cavern, uh, tavern keep, give him uh, 10 gold and order six more bowls of a porridge. <laughs> he kind of chuckles and says, trust me, it's on the house for everything you've done. And he heads back, and um, you hear him kind of messing with stuff. And then he comes out with, he's literally got two platters, one on each hand, and each one of them has uh, three bowls on it. And uh, he kind of sets them down next to you, and he says, seconds for anyone else. Uh. Virgil, it is Phil, and so will Mithril. Yeah. And he's going gonna... I can eat while I'm walking. Yeah, I was just I step back into my room and grab my pack that uh, I have. All right. As you're kind of all kind of um, finishing up your meals and kind of uh, tending to your things, kind of getting set and prepped, uh, you guys are able to don any armors you have. Um, you're able to kind of. Um, take to go any meals you guys have uh if you don't want to finish them here um or you want to eat at a slower pace um you guys are uh all set and uh what does the group want to uh do now uh i would like to go shopping i had my eye on that calligrapher's tools since since we got money basically sure yeah ridgewald would pretty much because there's nothing else ridgewald need from the uh uh vendors uh he's just waiting for you guys to uh grab whatever you need and he did buy several rations i think so he's got that covered for at least a day's walk for all of us so if you guys don't or don't have it and you need it then ridgewald probably hand you some but other than that he's not impatient but He's just kind of like standing there, like waiting. <laughs> Menacingly. Yeah, just stone like. Yeah, no, yeah stone like while uh, Mithril just kind of wanders in circles around him, snuffing around the grounds and whatnot, and around the, around the vendors too. But since everybody seems to be accepting the bear walking around this little pass through town, then the bear's acting like a puppy. More or less. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So then, um, Isabel, you can kind of head out to 
Fandle and kind of do your shopping, check up with the shopkeeps and see what uh, you can get from each of them. Oh, excuse me. Um, the rest of you can do the same as well um, as you kind of all begin to head out of the tavern and kind of make your way on a fresh new adventure with some fresh new friends. Alright, uh, let's see here. If nobody else went to go to grab the chest, then Ridgewald would have uh, taken the uh, chest, uh, locked it up, or made sure it was securely closed, and lift it onto his shoulder and walk out. Okay. And, and now he's standing there with, you know, waiting for everybody with the chest. Sure. That's what I like about Goliath's their carry factor. <laughs> Yeah, no. We could, the, uh, we could probably take our money out and then just sell the chest itself. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, not a lot, but two hundred fifty-five. The chest plus the gold, plus our own gold. I mean, I know we're not using encumbrance, but or not much anyway. But I don't know where it becomes illogical to be carrying that much coinage on you. <laughs> right. I'd say right now. Um, it's kind of uh, not equivalent because gold's worth a little bit more, but um, it's kind of the same as if you were to carry 250 pennies. Um, so it's not impossible and it's not hard. It's just a little inconvenient. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll say the ritual uh, kind of puts it and uh, it's uh, it's a coffer, so it doesn't really need to be like uh, it's not super large. It's probably, I'd say, a foot by six inches um, at maybe eight inches tall. So it, it's not large at all. So you could probably even tuck it under your arm if you wanted to rather than sling it over your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. That, that works. Um. Yeah, no. I could probably uh, I could probably stuff it into the uh, bag that I have too if I uh, like take the uh, uh, stuff that's small enough that into the in the bag that fits into the the uh, chest. Just throw it in on top of that, close it, and throw it in. And I can Tetris a bag pretty good in real life, so I'm pretty sure my character could too. Sure, definitely. <laughs> All right, then. Um... Uh, anybody else looking to buy anything from the shop vendors here? Not from the shop vendors. I was wondering if I could find a stables. See if I could find a cheap, any, just pack mule of some sort. Uh, it does not seem like this village has a stable, necessarily. Um, it looked like when you guys left the tavern, he did have tie-offs for, like, horses and stuff like that, but it didn't look like there was any, like, specific area where you could probably purchase an animal, at least not in this town. Barely a town at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... I kinda... think in, in, in old school, they called it a thorpe, I think, which is, like, less than 25 or 40 people in it, or something like that. Right. Um, it's it's kind of just its little village with a, a tourist attraction kind of shopping market um, in the center of it to kind of hopefully bring in some revenue from passing patrons. I'm going to shoot you a message, Gage. Sure.
Um, let's see here. Um, other than that, is there anything else anybody wants to do in town? Drool would ask if anyone thinks that we should talk or question the people in town about what's happened. If you say that out loud with Ridgewell Deer, I'd say I'm pretty sure that if these people do anything about it, they would jump at the chance to rumor it towards us as we're a discussion point anyway. So that would give them a reason to talk with us. Uh <clears throat> If if we wanted to collect rumors, maybe I could walk around and make those charisma checks because I'm supporting local businesses. There you go. Maybe that would help me with the checks some. <laughs> sure. Uh, if that's something you want to try. Sure. Yeah, uh -huh. I'll go ahead and collect rumors. Okay. Um, where specifically do you want to go to collect these rumors? Do you want to talk to the shopkeeps themselves? Would you rather talk to kind of the people out and about that are kind of just doing their business in the day? Or um, are you looking for a more specific target? I am talking to the shopkeeps because they're the ones who I'm interacting with anyways. Sure. Uh, persuasion check? Uh, yeah. Which shopkeeper are you going to talk to? Too low? Uh, both, eventually. Okay, gotcha. Ah, that's about right. I guess I got my merchant. They, they, they're like, oh, please just take the merchandise and go. I don't know anything. I don't want to talk to you. So what do you say to them exactly? Uh, what's what's kind of... Uh, we were asking rumors about the tree, right? Just to make sure that I had the understanding. Yep. Then yeah, I'm just like, hey, uh, what do you know about the rumors surrounding the tree? Nothing more than what already goes around. Uh, seems to be uh, the infected tree is infecting its believers. Fair enough. Thank you for your wares and your time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your business. At least I got a six on a natural one. It could be much lower. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else the group wants to do? Well, they don't know anything, and they don't have pokey things for me to buy, so I'm done. Do we have anyone who can use thieves' tools? Let's see here. Okay. 
or at least anyone that's very dexterous and could try these tools without proficiency. Um, well, I know that... A servalism kit for me. Honestly, I think it would be either Jewel or you that would probably be the most dexterous. Uh, probably Jewel. Me being Isabel? Ah, uh, yes. That's disappointing, because I have a 10. <laughs> <laughs> did, that, did everyone dump decks or something? I didn't well... dump it, but it's, uh, yeah, it's like my AC clear uh, uh, dump, which is a 13, so... Well, I, I don't have money for these tools, so... I'm at 14, but, I mean, eh, I'm a barbarian. I don't know how much grace I actually have. You don't have to buy them if you don't want to. It's just a thought in case we run into a problem with a lock. I can... I can smash the lock. We have an elephant. What level spell is knock? It's third, I think. Wow, that's a change. We have a door opening tool. It's a bear. Oh, knock is only second level. I can pick it up next level. Alright, well, if you guys are uh, done in Fandle, you guys can move to the Gravius area map, and uh, you guys can kind of choose uh, where you guys want to head, what you guys want to do. Um, you guys don't necessarily have to go to the World Tree first, but um, you, know, you definitely have no, that option. No. We're going to go Maybe see what's available. In was the best option. Yeah, we're going to go to Felspin. And I want to check out this, just while we're on our way. It's kind of on the way, yeah. So it's, uh, you said it's about four hours to Felspin? Yeah, about four and a half. So that's like a two hour. We can check if it's visible, if we notice it in, through the tree line, maybe. But Or yeah, we have a map, don't we? Yeah, this we is do. this is a physical map, so you guys do see I those this ruins. Map. Everyone, yep. Well, everyone chipped in on it, but... Gotcha. All right. I agree with you. Well, we can check it out if you like. Maybe we can I can see what kind of uh, corruption is in the soil there, I say. All right. So as you guys begin your trip from Fandle to Felspin, um, you guys uh, start heading that way and... Um, you know, you're you're making a normal pace, uh, and you guys probably get about an hour and a half into the journey. You know, the weather's great. Uh, the sun is kind of uh, hit or miss. Sometimes it's out. There's a few clouds that block it every once in a while. Um, and all in all, it just seems like a very pleasant day um, for a travel. And it is about this time when... Let's see. You guys get to here and it's at this point when you guys are walking where this guy kind of steps out and says whoa 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 hold up there friends uh, you see it's uh dangerous times now with the war going on got uh me and my boys have been uh patrolling the roads making sure everything stays safe and uh in order to travel these here roads uh 
People are paying a, a toll or a tax, so that way uh, we can keep doing what we're doing and keeping everybody safe while they travel. What kind of what pro kind of problems have a little? What kind of troubles have you been dealing with? Oh, you know the usual of uh, dancing leaves, men's trying to get in here and um, begin to. You know, uh, cause trouble on this side of the border. You got uh, Blathian and Raventel both trying to um, send their troops over here to cause some chaos. So, you know, me and the guys, we're all uh, just trying to keep everyone safe over here, keep this nice little region all peaceful. And uh, we thought uh, the best way is to kind of just, uh, you know, watch the roads and make sure travelers aren't being uh, taken down by these uh, miscreants running these roads. I believe you're the most the map, did we make it? Hold up, one at a time. What was that? Uh, let's go with uh, Amadon first. How far on the map did we make it? About an hour and a half. Um, if you're looking at the map, you guys are probably... Oh, like here. Yeah, you guys are probably about right there. I'd say a little bit closer. You're probably like right here, almost. Alright. Um, but yeah, that's about where you guys are at. <laughs> And um, I believe you said uh, that uh, you believe he's the miscreant, right? Yes. Yep. No. Exactly what I said. No, I would. I I'm wounded at your words. You see, I I'm just trying to do a good thing, but unfortunately, I can only do good things for so long before some compensations the, needed to keep me uh, man, operational. Man, compensation. Yes, yes. I see what you're saying, and now. I just simply say, and uh, let's see here. I'm gonna cast beast form. Isabella's just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're, they're, they're guards. What are you doing? They're bandits. What? Isabella is very naive. <laughs> And let's see, I pull a dart and sling it at them All just right. to discourage him. Go ahead and roll to hit. Uh, 16 will hit. Uh, let me see something real quick. Um, so that will hit. So go ahead and deal damage. All right, uh, so he will take the five. Can I scan the tree line with the perception check to see if I can pick out any others? Sure, go ahead, roll me perception. Um, Is there any way to assist with that? I'll cast guidance on that, so that does give an assist. So just an extra d4. I didn't think I got it covered, but it, maybe not. 23 one more <laughs> one more 23 <laughs> uh yeah you do see uh it looks like um one two three four other bandits in front of you um as they all kind of uh kind of start coming out of the bush as the uh the main guy here is 
Uh, well, you're lost, friends. I tried to warn you. And everyone, go ahead and roll initiative for me. I would like to roll with disadvantage. <laughs> uh, I'm still shot. <laughs> yeah, sure. I can't roll with disadvantage. Oh, well. Here, what I can do is uh, I'll do this. And you can go ahead and roll your initiative again. We'll take the lower of the two. There Excellent. <laughs> and uh, we'll say that um, Mithril actually goes on your turn, uh, Ridgeld. Um, and okay. so we'll begin top I, of the round. With Beast Bond, it, uh, I can telepathically like, connect with him. I say, uh, you know, uh, help me or guard me, basically. So... All right, so he'll kind of remain at your side, ready to help fend off any attackers. Yep. All right, so it is going to be um, the main guy's turn here. He is going to... He's actually just going to back up <laughs> to about here. And he is going to take the dodge action for his turn. Jewel, you are up. How do I make it move after? Uh, press spacebar. Uh, going a straight line. All right. I knew there was an effect. I just couldn't quite remember it exactly. Uh, Mithril gets, if anybody approaches, he gets advantage to attack him. Okay. Uh, 14 hits. For nine damage. All right. I'm assuming your spear would have been coated in poison as well. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to figure out how to make the grung poison appear. Uh, let me take a look here. Uh, if you go to your inventory uh, under weapons, it'll say grung poison. And if you just roll that, I believe that adds it. Um, so they need to make a DC 12. So let me... Are you using the spear two-handed? No. Uh, in that case, what you could do is trade, edit the versatile damage to add the drunk poison instead of B to D8. Uh, I have no idea how to do that. Yeah, I can. I'll, I'll uh, mess with it right, later. Um, yeah, go ahead and deal your 2d4 poison damage. He failed his constitution save. Got a 6. All right, five points of damage. He is dead. And I'm not even mad yet. All right, I'm good there. All right. Then it is uh, dead guy's turn. Not really. Uh, so it'll be this guy's turn. He is going to... 
step out. And he is going to shoot. Yeah, he's going to shoot Mithril with a light crossbow. Oh. Man, what a. Obviously, they're villains. <laughs> um, His AC is 11. 22 to hit. I am not going to try and save a 20. Uh, AC 11 hit. <laughs> I gotta get some barding for Mithril. Uh, six points of piercing. Okay. And that'll be his turn. Rundas, it is your turn. I'm going to cast the whole the dead. Bandits aren't on the initiative tracker for us. Uh yeah, I know. That's they're they're hidden. Oh. I do that to kind of keep a little bit of air of mystery on uh who's going to win. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and I started blind rolling my stealth checks too, so you guys should too. <laughs> oh yeah, it adds a whole level of uh intrigue and uh not um, knowing. Yeah. This morning, did did I make my stealth check for the ice ones? Or that's why they noticed me or something? That's why they noticed you. You uh, rolled a nine. Figures. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Uh, no, no, no. I rolled a saving throw for the bandit. Which one are you targeting? Of captain. Oh, the captain? Okay. Um, Then saving throw wisdom. Yeah, because it uses their wisdom modifier to roll the save. They rolled a 15. Okay, so they still pass, but... Yeah, so there's nothing. All right, anything else for your turn? Can't do anything else. Okay, then... Actually... Go ahead. No, never mind. Sorry. He is going to move... to here. They're trying to kill my bear. I'm a very mad Goliath. Actually, he's not going to. He's going to get next to the bear, though, and he's going to try to stab at you, Ridgewold. Nah. Uh, with his scimitar attack. Uh, seven will miss, so that'll be his turn. Ridgewold, it is your turn. Let's see here. I don't like you. So let's just try and blow him up. Fireball. Do I have an advantage for <clears throat> Mithril right next to me, right? Um, I'd say you'd still have to be at a 90 degree angle difference from Mithril. So okay, if you want to move up just a bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll five-step here. There you go. Now you have uh, flanking advantage. Yes. Uh, nice. That definitely hits. Go ahead and deal some critical, critical damage. <clears throat> Figures, but oh well. So that's 12 damage, I think. Uh, Add the second yep. four in. Yep, that's 12, Um, which... Is enough as you guys, um, you guys I just see, caved your skull in. 
<laughs> so, yeah, you, you guys see Mithril kind of get hit with this bolt, and he kind of lets out a whimper. And um, Ridgewold isn't necessarily a barbarian um, by nature, but you see him kind of his eyes are like almost glowing red at this point. As he walks up to the nearest dude that just came up to him, and he just takes his quarter staff and whack hits the dude, and it just you guys all just hear this cracking noise, and it is this like eerie cracking noise of someone's skull splitting and you watch as he falls to the ground dead can i actually pull a move off and step over his corpse to get to the one that shot him sure a bloodthirsty scream from Galar from uh reggie uh happens is he kind of lumbers behind him to kind of limping a little bit on the, for the shoulder or for the bolt in his shoulder. Um, and I'm going to see here. Do I have anything I can do? Let's see. You do also take, um, you also do let uh, Mithril go on your turn as well. And Mithril, since he's a companion and not like a actual familiar that's bonded to you, he actually has mm -hmm. his own uh, movement and attack. Gotcha. All right, so he steps up beside him, so that gives Mithril advantage to attack him. But let me see if I can do anything. Can smell that? Why am I on? Okay, there we go. Let's see here. Do I have any bonus actions? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to use my wild shape. I think that's the only bonus action I have. But that's going to uh, take the healing form, I think. Or no, not healing form. Spain, where is it at? Starry form, archer. There we go. Use ability. And he's going to hurt as he just unleashes a starry arrow in his face. All right. Go ahead and roll the hit for me. Nope, figures. Uh, Wait, yeah. do I have... No, I don't have advantage because Mithril does, though, but he's going to bite at him. Right. Um. Yeah, you're making a ranged attack, basically, which is what this is. And mm -hmm. I'm not a rogue. Where's so. <laughs> uh, his attack? Oh, it's in features, too, right? Yeah, bite. There, there it is. Doesn't seem to be working. What uh what are you trying to do? I'm trying to use Mithril's bite. Do I not have targeted? Oh wait, my bad. I just like okay. There we go. Attack. With advantage. Uh fourteen hints. Damage we go. That's a nasty bite. Oh, yeah. He just bit his leg off. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you see Mithril kind of bite into this dude's kind of like where his hip's at. And just you just hear kind of this tear noise as he kind of Mithril lets go. But there's just a chunk of flesh hanging off this dude. Um, and his hip bone is kind of almost exposed at this point. 
um, and, cream for me. And he's kind of falling a little bit, and he's trying to stand up. He's, uh, I'll fucking kill you. Yes, you will. And if you guys maybe roll a perception check, you might see that he's kind of a little crazy right now. It's not his normal persona. There's a reason why he calls Ithril Puppy, and you don't know that reason yet. So, All right. Anything else for your combined turns? Oh, sorry. Thank you for poking me. Hold on. All right. It is going to be this guy's turn as he kind of comes out from behind, and uh, he's going to stab Rundas in the back. Rogue fashion. A 10 misses, so it doesn't matter. Um, That'll be his turn. Isabel? Ah. Uh. Isabel is very visibly panicking that we're fighting what she kind of perceives as guards, but we're fighting them and they are trying to kill us, and so she is going to defend us. Uh order staff out. Bonk. No, no, we're gonna vicious mockery, the dude who just tried to backstab my friendly elephant friend. Oh, um, by the way, uh Sorry, I, I forgot to mention that uh, when I was attacked or whatever. Uh, you may you can wreck out if you want, maybe, but um, he's using his quarterstaff and his shield is on his back, so his AC is only 17 right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think any of them rolled high enough to hit anyway, but you're fine. Gotcha. Oh, no. Man, sorry. I'm used to another character. Same as you for mixing up characters. 13 AC, so you may have hit. Uh, oh. It was a 10. Uh, yeah, let me check. Uh, yeah, it, it was a 7. It was 7. What do you got to hit, okay. which doesn't hit? Gotcha. All right. Um. Then, with that being said... Vicious Mockery, Wisdom Save, Normal, you rolled a 6. Hmm. Disadvantage on his attack. Alright. What do you say to him? And I'm, just, I'm just asking him to stop trying to kill us. <laughs> Wait, you ask him to stop trying to kill you? That's... That... I, I'm just, and it apparently works because he's disadvantaged. He's hesitating. Yeah. All right. Um, he kind of looks at you after you ask him to stop killing you, and uh, this this is what I'm supposed to do. I highly disagree. <laughs> and now he looks like he's contemplating his existence. All right. Anything else for your turn? Uh, nobody's. The dog is hurt, right? Oh, the dog is badly hurt. Mm -hmm. I ah. healed the, the, the bandit. 
the bandit is now healed for five points. Uh, no, uh, uh, Mithril gets five points of healing. And then that will be all I got. All right. It'll be this guy's turn who comes running out to here and takes a slash at you with the uh, scimitar. Uh, I will not use my reaction. 22 to hit. Right. I'm just gonna cop it. <laughs> uh, so that will be four points of slashing damage to you. <laughs> this guy, he's going to come here, and he's gonna take a crossbow shot at uh, Drool. S6 will miss, so that'll be his turn. Top of the round uh, to this guy. Now that he's finally got some people to um, kind of get in there and distract you guys, he's going to start moving in. Drool, you are up. All right, how much of my turn would it take to uh, see what this guy that I just killed has for a weapon? Uh, here, let me do this. And uh, that is what he has on him. <laughs> if you double left click the chest token. Ah, okay. Uh, none of that looks like anything pokey that Drool wants, so he's just going to leave it all there. And uh, move himself to here. And uh, take a poison poke at the uh, bad guy that's harassing his friends. Okay. Sorry. You're good. Sorry, I'm trying to remember all the buttons to push here. You're good. Double right click. Yep. Okay. I'm assuming advantage, right? Uh, yes. Seventeen hits. All right. And he needs to make a constitution save of, what was it, twelve? I believe so. Yes. Uh, he got a uh, 12 exactly, so he does make it. All right, fair enough. Um, still not angry, just gonna stay right there. All right. And this one, who's pretty hurt, uh, saw the bear kind of get, um, healed, and he's especially mad about that since the bear's the one that kind of took the chunk out of him. So he's gonna hit the bear again. It would be cool to see the bolt or whatever popping out of the bear's shoulder uh, as it's healed and the skin, skin pushes it out. Yeah, basically. Sorry, I got a good imagination. No, no, it works. Uh, yeah, you definitely see uh, when Mithril is healed, the bolt kind of just 
uh, kind of do this thing where it goes and just shoots right out of him. Almost like it was like rubber banded into him and shot out. Uh, an eight will miss. So that'll be his turn. Rundas, it is yours. Elephant smash. Well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. All right. <laughs> That hits. For three points of damage. All right. Uh, well, that's enough. He is dead. As you come down with the hammer, uh, you also, um, you kind of miss his head, but you hit his shoulder. And you guys just hear this dislocating kind of cracking noise as you hit um, with this force. And it uh, it drops him to the ground, and his body is not moving. And then, um, uh, use my war priest feature. Okay. So, get to make another attack. Alright. Um A seven will miss, unfortunately. Okay, that's my turn. Alright. Uh Ridgewold, it is your turn. Alright. I am going to use my bonus action to use uh Where is it at? Starry form arrow. Dang it. Where'd it go? Spells. Uh check your inventory. Yeah, and it says starry form archer, one of two, but it's just the I don't know if I'll click that if I'll lose my other. No, no, no. Uh, uh, if you go to your inventory tab uh, under weapons, it'll say starry form archer, and you can roll your starry form from there as your bonus action. Okay, use ability. Okay, thank you. Well, I'll remember that, I hope. That's good. I, I don't mind. Uh, An 11 will miss, unfortunately. I don't think I'll have to use my actual attack. Alright. Actually, the bear is going to try and get its meal and get in there. There. Alright. Uh, it does have advantage because you're there. Oh, that's right. Sorry. You're good. Thank you for reminding me about that. I'll try and remember. <laughs> uh, 19 will hit. <laughs> and then damage. 
he Dang. is dead. <laughs> that bear is mean. <laughs> He's not happy that uh, after just getting healed that someone tried to hurt him again. So he goes in and where he kind of ripped apart some of the flesh uh, at the hip of this guy, he goes in and you hear him chomp through bone as he kind of crunches down and kind of just breaks this dude's hip and it, it causes this dude to kind of fold in half and die. He just, he's uh, folded in half on the ground dead. Nice. And then I'll uh, step or move to him and attack. All right. You do have advantage. Uh, 17 Thank hits. You. Thank you, advantage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Damage. Seven, Seven points. Damage. All right. And there. Uh, let's do this. This. Is that it for your turn? Oh, thank you. I'll get in the habit of that. I swear. <laughs> You're all good. Uh... All right, Isabel, it is your turn. Uh, I would like to convince. I'd like to talk to the uh the boy who's kind of surrounded and be like, "You you don't have to do this." It's, I promise what we have is not worth dying for. <laughs> he kind of, he's got this determination look in his eyes as he's kind of looking. Um, do you want to roll a uh, persuasion or intimidation check? I would like to roll persuasion. I am not, I'm actually fairly intimidating, but that's because I have a lot of charisma. <laughs> uh, I would like to try and persuade him to live. I can't talk for my life today. <laughs> he looks around, and as you're kind of stumbling over your words, he's, I'll take you all on. Let's go. That's my action. <laughs> I, can, I, can I ring in on this just for a second and just say that you try to talk this, this boy to uh, stand down while there's a bear behind him holding a leg as his new chew toy. Um, is really difficult, so that's why your one was rolled. I swear. <laughs> so. I just, it's okay. I've I've done my best. I can <laughs> I can let him die with a good conscience. That'll uh, be my turn. All right. It is guy in the middle. Um, you know, I'm gonna roll a d4. Um, one, two, three, four. Yep. Hey, okay. So Isabel is his target. I should have said anything. <laughs> uh, 18 to hit. It's not worth silvering barbing for myself. I have 11 AC. All right. Uh, five points of slash. 
I will live. But not by much. <laughs> Alright, that'll be his turn. Next up, it'll be this guy. He is going to... Uh, he'll come to about here. He will uh, knock another crossbow bolt, and he's going to aim at Drool. Damn toads. As he uh, says, and he fires off a 20 to hit. I mean, I'd like to say no, but yeah, that hits. <laughs> uh, for six piercing. Do I put that on, or is that something you apply here? Uh, that's something you put on. Um, you can do that by going to your character sheet, or if you right-click your token, it should come up with a 21 underneath your name, and you should be able to edit... Uh, um, just put in there uh, minus six. If you just type in minus six, hit enter. It should automatically deduct the six from your 21. Um, Very cool. All right. So it'll be this guy's turn. He is going to come here and get his advantage attacks on Ridgewold here. Uh, let's see. Actually, hold on. He's going to come here. And get his advantage attacks on Ridgewald and on the bear. Um, so, Ridgewald, you'll take the first two attacks. Ouch. <laughs> um... All right, so first one, uh, a 10 will miss, second one, Jesus Christ, uh, another 10, so that'll miss, uh, and then finally for the bear, uh, dagger, attack. Finally, a hit. Uh, 21 to hit the bear. Yeah, he's. I'm going to get him some metal armor. I can't wear metal, but my bear can. Six points of uh, piercing. Okay. All right, that'll be his turn. Drool, you're up. All right, Drool starts to say, Okay, now I'm... But in the middle, he reverts to Grung and just starts croaking. Rages and runs towards this guy that shot him. All right. Now, how do I make the rage happen? Did you say something? I found my dad. No, I didn't. Oh, they said something. Uh, I found it. There it is. Yep. Do do do. All right, um, go ahead and roll the hit. Nice. Uh, that'll definitely hit. Go ahead and deal some damage. Will it auto-calculate the rage? 
Uh, that's something I'm not sure about. Let me uh, actually look it up over here. Um, I don't think so. Do do do. So at second level, you get a plus two to your rage damage. Um, I believe the plus three might just be from your strength, though, if you're using the yeah, spear. Um, yep, so it'll be an additional five. I can probably reset your spear to have a rage uh, versatile thing. So that way you can click versatile and use rage instead of um, just the default. Um, do, do, do. So seven, eight, nine points of damage to this guy. All right. And then the poison. All right, so a 12 saving throw. He does roll a 14, so he does make the save. All right, that's all for me. All right. Uh, remove combatant and Rundas, it is your turn. Yes. Testing uh, all the dead on the uh, captain. Okay. Needs to make a wisdom save. Okay. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Uh, he fails, so he does take the full damage. Um, and he is injured, so he will take... Oh. Holy crap, that was loud. I don't know. Yeah, if you can yeah we that. could hear it. Was that the toll the bell sound? Yeah, that's what uh, <laughs> toll the dead sounds like in real life. Nice. Yeah, no kidding. God damn, that scared the heck out of me. <laughs> well, if I lose power, you guys know exactly why I lost power. <laughs> um, whew, sweating a little bit after that. Uh, three damage. All right. Uh, anything else for your turn, Rundas? Nope, that's it. All right. Man, I was waiting for this thunderstorm earlier because I was, like, really excited to watch it and everything. And now you're working? <laughs> yeah, which, you know, it's fine. I still enjoy playing D&D, &D too, so. Um, and now we all get to experience it together as it just crackles loud as hell. I feel like it hit some tree next to my house or something because that was super <laughs> loud. Um, okay, so we're going to... We're gonna... Fling a sparkly bolt at the one here. All right. Huh? And so now it's saying it's run out of its designated item use, but that's not true because I was wow. 10 minutes. I was um, 10 minutes. So. Are you rolling it from your inventory? Or are you rolling it from Spellbook? I was rolling it from the inventory. You said that was where. Yeah, it should roll from inventory here. Uh, you do have a target selected, right? Let's see here. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Uh, Badly injured one. And I think it did take my other uh, ability to wild yeah, shape. Yeah, two, I, I can... two of two wild shapes. I'll put it in chat for you there. Um, so when you go to use it, uh, unclick the consume resource. 
and then it should allow you to use it again. I'm going to update you. I have to right-click it to go to source? Wait, no, no, no. Here. When you uh, go to click the D20 icon, it'll actually say usability, but right above that, it'll have a little check mark that says consume resource. Uncheck that. Oh, uh, I will be right back. I got to go close some windows. <laughs> Good luck. Did you hear me, Gage? Uh, I fixed it. You did? Yeah, I I changed it to ammunition and not uh, uh, resource use or something like that. So that's why it wouldn't. It thought I was using another wild shape. Now I'm going into wild shape and trying to reset the charges I have of it. I think I've reset it for you. I think I put wild shape back to one of one. Yeah, limit, yeah, one of two. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One of two. Thank you. Yeah. So that fixed that. Cool. And now I'm attacking. <laughs> for sure. We got some nice thunder ambiance to go with everything. Damn it. Hold on. I got to try again here because it's now saying it doesn't have a resource to use. Uh, to draw it as ammunition, basically. How did you change it to ammunition? I went to, I right clicked on Starry Form Archer on my sheet uh, on inventory. Um, and then went to effects. Or no, sorry. Uh, details. Okay, I see. Um, uh, let's see. Spellcasting. Change spell attack. Uh, not seeing how to change the attack roll bonus, critical in threshold, or hit threshold, extra critical hit damage. Range spell attack is what I changed it to. All right, get out of there and try it now. See if that works. It is also in chat, by the way. I did toss it up there so you could use it um, when the time came. Hold on. Let me, let me try again. To, I just put it up again, basically, to make sure it was that one. Yep. It just popped up. We popped up seven seconds yeah. ago. Yeah. Sorry. No, it still just said, uh, no, let me try again. Attack. It's saying, Starry Form Archer is designated to consume ammunition, but no resources specified. Damn it. Uh, I just it. saw it pop in the chat. Try uh, try and do it one more time. Let me see if it pops. Let's see, this is an advantage, right? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, since this is a ranged attack, it doesn't matter. You got two nat 20s, but... Um, Holy crap. Since it's ranged <laughs> attack, it doesn't benefit from the advantage that uh, melee five-foot fighters will get. Gotcha. All right. And then damage... Oh, wait, critical, right? Uh, yeah, that's critical damage. Wow. <laughs> I don't think that's quite right, but... <laughs> uh, let's see. I think it's only supposed to be 2d8, not 4d8. Right. Uh, doo -doo -doo. So, we'll take the first one, which was 11 radiant plus 3, uh, plus 3, so plus 6, so 17 damage total. Gotcha. He was nearly dead anyway, probably anyway. So, oh yeah. But that's that. That's him. And then I was turning, swing my quarterstaff at the boss man. All right. A Missing, of course. Ten will miss. Uh, and then my. Bear will try and eat him again, or eat this one. 
he, th he thinks the other this guy's leg might be better. All right. At advantage. He is going 19. to uh 24 to hit. Uh yeah, he he's not going to use that. So uh yeah, that'll be a hit. So go ahead deal damage. Jesus. For 10 points. All right. And that would end my turn. All right. Isabel? Uh, so, I, I acknowledge that we have chosen war. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm well, going to vicious mockery, Mr. Bandit Overlord. All right. So, wisdom save. Um, uh, he fails. He got a five. Three points of psychic damage. What do you say to him? <laughs> like, you've chosen the wrong life, and now you don't get to choose anymore. I guess it. It seems like you made a mistake. <laughs> no. It's all of you who've made the mistake. I don't... I'm not going to burn the spell slot to heal myself. I'm just going to be like, hey, can we take lunch after this? Or like an early a brunch. But I'm just going to end my turn for now. All right. Uh, then it is this guy's turn. He is going to hit Drool. Uh, an 11 will miss. Damn toads. Little fucking... <laughs> little gecko motherfuckers. <laughs> and, uh, come to this guy. Ooh. He is going to make all three attacks on you. Since you were able to dodge his two attacks before... Ridgewald, he's gonna make all three on you. Yay! <laughs> First one has disadvantage, but not the other two. All right. Uh, at least he doesn't have advantage on me now. Twelve to hit. No. All right. Normal. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna use my stones endurance. All right. Did you hit me, I take it? Ah, uh, yeah. That's a crit. Uh, no, it's not. Huh? Stones Endurance? I don't, I don't allow crits. Sorry. <laughs> uh, doo -doo -doo. So, hold on. Let me see. Uh, okay. So, Stones Endurance will reduce the damage by Figures. four. All right. Figures in the one. That's and then, uh, what are you doing? Uh, Isabel? I'm silvery barbsing to make him re-roll that crit. Okay. Uh, do, do, do. So. How does another crit treat you? Jeez. <laughs> I 
Well, I did what I could. You tried. The dice are uh, not happy. They really want this crit to land for some reason. Uh, the dice just don't want me to play the game, apparently. <laughs> I've gotten well, two mystery boxes. I've got four damage off, and that's it. Look at my stone's endurance. I could have like reduced it by like 12 of it or 8 of it at least, but nope. Just a 1 plus 3, 4. Thanks. You've reduced all the damage I've done this combat if it makes you feel better. So uh, that'll be 14 slashing damage total uh, minus 4 to 10 slashing damage. 10? Okay. Then attack normal dagger hit. No way. I can't silver barbed again. No, I'm, I'm just sorry. kidding. It's not a crit. It's an 11, which misses. Sorry, I, say what the damage was again. I'm, I'm sorry. It I should be 10. Busy. Just 10 yeah, for okay, it. That's right. After your uh, 4, you take off. Okay, so I'm at 8 then. I'm going to go ahead. What the heck? There. Um, Drew? All right. Uh, croaking and poking. All right. Seventeen hits. For eight damage, he is dead. All right. Well, I won't make him roll a con save then. He would fail automatically. Um... And then I'll use my 25 feet to come over here. And since the war god loves me just as much as he loves Rundos, I'll go ahead and use my war god. If I can find it. Where'd you hide that? Uh, let's see. Your war priest ability. Um, it'll be under yeah, features. Yep. So you can go ahead and make another attack. I do give. Uh, I give the bear advantage on its next attack. By the way, he has it. Uh, I give it to. I don't know. Everyone has advantage then. No, nope, I don't. Myself. I could use advantage. I just yeah, noticed that. Drool and, Drool and me both are, you know, not advantage right now. My bear is because of a spell I cast. Oh, wait. Oh. Do I, I got I to gotta roll a uh, uh, concentration check, Gage. Hold on. <laughs> to keep my concentration up for my spell, right? Uh, yeah. That's what I thought. That's just a skill or wait no. Uh yeah, it's, uh a constitution save. Okay. No, probably not. Uh no, the spell is lost. Okay, so now my bear does not have advantage and I can't speak to it anymore. I will <laughs> say that you guys have Flanking are the bear and drool have flanking, so they will both have advantage. However, Ridgewald, you do not because you don't have anybody at like a ninety degree angle I, from you. Actually, I did say that I gave Ridgewald advantage before you had said the concentration save. I think. 
Okay, then yeah, uh, you can uh, you take advantage as well, Ridgewald, um, because Isabel gives it to you. Um, gotcha. With what? What? Uh, what feature gives you to give him? Uh, Silvery Barbs lets you re-roll a target's successful roll or successful. Yeah, it was like to re-roll a target's successful roll and then give someone on your team's advantage on their next roll. Gotcha. Then yep, that would work. Um, the, uh, let's see, the nine to hit with the spear does not hit. All right, so I think that's all the action I have then. All right. Rundas, it is your turn. Just cast hold. Alright, so then he is going to make a wisdom saving throw of 12, so he'll fail, so he does take the 1d12. Nice. Alright. 12 points of damage. Yeah, it didn't hear the thunder, though. Yeah, <laughs> didn't come through on that one. Um. Oops, sorry. Sorry, I was gonna healing words to me, but I don't know who has the least hit points currently. Uh, it's probably me. I'm pretty low. <laughs> I'm having a bad time. That would be it, though. I'm roughly just under half myself, but that's all oh, right. Oh wait, Ridgewald is also pretty low, and he's in melee. The bear is also not looking great, or I mean, puppy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Mithril or puppy. Yep. All right. So five points of healing to uh was that uh for Mithril, the the puppy? Yeah, the puppy. All right, so Mithril will get five points of healing. And that's my turn. All right. Ridgewald, it is your turn. You do have advantage from where you are with your melee attack, or you can use it on your starry form archer, which will gain advantage as well. All right. I'm going to use it on... Uh, uh, I'll figure it out. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I got to pick myself first. I'm still on bear. Yeah, why not? I'll use it on that hits twenty-two. All right, twelve points of damage. Okay, and then my personal attack. Twenty. Uh, that'll hit as well. Uh, for five points. All right. And then bear. 
is not happy, but he got healed twice, so that makes him feel a little bit better. And he does have yeah. advantage because of draw. Sometimes when I I don't realize that I have the target switch, it's right between I'm switching my you know who's targeting basically. So okay, yeah, gotcha. Advantage. That'll hit. Eight. All right. And that does end my turn. All right, Isabel. I'm just going to be like, stop it. Get some stop help. It. All right. Is that going to be a persuasion or a vicious mockery? It's a vicious mockery. All right. Wisdom saving throw. If this is the second time you laugh somebody to death, there's going to be a, a, a thing now if that happens. So that's a six, so they fail. Full one point of damage. All right. Don't worry. The main DPS is here. <laughs> uh, that um, I'm not going to burn anything else. All right. Then it is his turn. He is going to attack Jewel with two hits. One for Ridgewald. Um, doo -doo -doo. First one for Jewel. Ten misses. Second one for Jewel. Uh, oh, yikes. Okay. So that is a crit to hit 25. Um, no, I, I, I said stop it. <laughs> casting silvery barbs again. I'm running out of spell slots for silvery barbs, and by that I mean I am out. <laughs> oh, okay. So you are, aren't you? I'm doing it. Okay. This is my last one. All right. If he rolls in that 20, I'm going to lose my shit. So, let's see. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Uh, he doesn't roll in that 20, but he does roll a 21 to hit. Well, better than better that than getting a crit. <laughs> For a total of uh, five points of piercing to you. Did you have it? Uh, no. So, that'd be two points of piercing. Wait, that was a draw? I wouldn't have used it then. Oh, well. Too late. That's all right. Uh, I thought it was at Ridgewall, and I was like, I can't let him get crit to death. Um, so last hit is for Ridgewald. Uh, 13 misses. That'll be his turn, Jewel. It is your turn. All right, now if I move to here, I do get advantage, yes? Uh, you had advantage before because of the puppy down here, but yeah, if you move there, then you technically give Ridgewald and the bear advantage. Oh, I didn't know that. I would have re-rolled that nine. All right, I'll get him this time. <coughs> Bless you. That's uh, just my bong rib making me cough a little. Oh, it's a cough? That sounded like a sneeze. Yeah. It does, just because it's kind of explosive. 
making a lot of noise. Called it a cacophony. Oh my god. Cacophony. Uh, funny. Real funny. Oh my god. Alright. Uh everyone takes one D four psychic damage from these <laughs> jokes. Uh, Nineteen hits. Alright, now versatile thing's not set up yet, right? So just not go yet. damage. Not yet. Uh so yeah, just go damage. All right. I love the I love the graphic though. That's cool. Six, yeah. Pole arm seven. strike. <laughs> and then we'll go ahead and call on the uh, war god one more time. I will say you forgot to do your grung poison first, um, so he doesn't even oh, make that save. That is, yeah, okay, that. All right. <laughs> You're just so eager to pray. Thirteen, uh, to pass, I believe. Yeah, that passes. All right, um, then yes, as you uh, talk to your god, he talks back and he tells you, kick his ass. Oh, geez, nice. Nice, that hits for sure. And he is dead as you guys see uh drool kind of come up and just hit him once and you know drool's just so angry goes in for another hit and this jab kind of it's it's tough enough that you see it kind of pierce through his rib uh cage on his right side and come out of his rib cage on his left side and you see him kind of standing there for a moment looking real angry and uh, this bandit captain is also standing there looking real angry and as drool kind of pulls the spear out he just kind of falls forward and falls down and dies. Ridgewell just kind of stands there looking over at the body or looking over the body, like trying to trying to calm himself down. Both the barbarian and the druid is like, you know, seething with anger. <laughs> it's like... Um let me go ahead and Let's go ahead and delete these because they're not right. What aren't right? Uh the the dagger and the scimitar. I'm gonna put in the default ones that use your guys' modifiers because it's using base modifiers that these classes get or these uh monsters. Uh so D and Beyond items. I think they're about to loot on them or uh yeah. Sorry about that. Um dagger. I'm gonna be gathering all that up and tying it together to sell at the city we're going to, so for the group, of course. That and I wanna get some armor for some puppy. Some of the While you're doing that, I'm just gonna lay down. You guys have fun with looting. There. And leather. That drool would just ask for anything that's pokey, any piercing weapon he'd love to have. I'm like stacking the or pulling the leather armor in front of them. I mean, this is like after we come on. I gotta, I'm gonna try and cast some healing on myself because I need it. Let's see, do I have? I cast Beast Bond. I think that's the only spell I cast, right? I believe so. Okay, so that means I still have two. Alright, I'm gonna try a little bit of healing on myself. Alright. 
That. I gotta select my token somehow. Ah, right, there it is. That one's taken care of. All right, so the scimitar should be good to loot off of everybody now. Now on to the light crossbows. Which is a stabby. It's a ranged stabby. Yeah, he doesn't like to fire weapons. But he did find a dagger on this uh, bandit chief, so he's good. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, crossbow light. Since I'm right at my feet, I'll start with that one, but I'm trying to freaking get. can't use a light crossbow. I can only use a hand crossbow. Why is that the case? Who designed that? Whoever created your class, which was what? Wizards of the Coast? I. Yeah, it was more of a rhetorical question. <laughs> Those bastards. Um, so, let's do that. And uh, you can loot the crossbows as well if you want. Yeah, like I said, I'm going to tie all of it together, like package it up and start carrying it. But I'm using my 50-foot hemp rope, but I'm trying to heal myself. I can't get my spell to work. Um, If you want... Uh, let's see. Uh, go over to the left side there. Just click the yeah. select target. Yeah, the bracket. Uh, yep, just below the brackets. And then uh, click yourself, see if that works. It brings up the HUD. Well, if I double right click, I think it leaves a HUD up. No, wait. There, yeah. It pulled up a HUD where it's got the flame up top thing is zero, uh, like a gear. A target on the left. Oh, no. Um, so when you click the target icon all the way on the left side, uh, just left-click your token. Like, normal-click it. Okay. It's If it's selected, I don't know. but It's only showing, like, a gold box around it. I... With arrows pointing? That means you selected it. No, not at all. It's just the gold box around it. And I can see that Mr. L has me targeted, I think. Either that or the, uh, the bandit captain. No, no, it's the bandit captain. Hmm. Uh, if you want, just kind of cast it on another character or on uh, on your brown bear if you want, and then take the healing for now. And I'll see if I can't figure out why that is. When he's doing that, I'll give uh, Isabel some uh -huh. some what healing, some healing, a cure wounds. Yay! I'm full HP again. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's try that then. Okay, I can't cast on my bear either, so I'm going to cast on somebody else. <laughs> you can cast on me now on full HP and it won't break anything. That's true. Which one? Who? Isabel. Try her.
There you go. Oh, sweet. 11. So, deal for 11, uh, Ridgewold. Yep. And that takes care of that for me. I'm back up to full, I think. And then I start taking my rope out of my pack and stacking leather armor I pull from these bandits, the scimitars, the crossbows, the arrows, and just kind of making like a, a more or less like a yarn ball of equipment tied together by the rope. Sure. And uh, then look at the rest of you and say, okay, let's see about these ruins. We still have few hours left before we can get to pan spell if you want to go ahead and just take all the items that you're trying to take off of the bodies sure. and and I then do that. uh we'll just put it in your inventory and say that you have it kind of tied up yep yep got it i would like to remark that i have no spell slots left so yeah. uh little less interested in going directly to the ruins now <laughs> Little less interested in going directly to the ruins now. I get that. I, I'm, I, I, I would like to be able to contribute in exploration and stuff. If you express that to Ridgewald, he just kind of nods and say, "I see your point." Plus, I'm carrying all this weight now, so make, making it fan spell as quickly as possible. Or sorry, not fan spell. Uh, uh, is it spin? Fell or spin. Fell spin. Fell spin. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, fell spin. Get to getting this fell spin as quickly as possible. Should any more bandits be on the way, we'll have to try and get past them without too much issue. But three hours and let's go. <laughs> make make haste. All right. Um... I just I just noticed the take all button. <laughs> it's always when you get towards the end that you notice there was a better way <laughs> of course okay let's see anything else yep there's another one. Oh yeah hopefully the smith can be uh, negotiable for commissioning a piece of or a, a set of armor for my puppy to be cobbled together or something Sure. So as you guys um, kind of start packing all your stuff up and you guys begin to slowly start to get back on the road and make your way a little scuffed up, a little beat up, more so than you were when you left Fando, um, you guys begin to make your way and uh, you guys make your way and you guys do see kind of through the trees, there are a few trees in the way, but you do see what looks like some buildings to your east, uh, some ruins, and it looks about right where the map was indicating they were. Um, do you guys still want to go check it out, or would you guys like to continue traveling on the road? We can come back to this later. We side, yeah, yeah. We side, side glance it and kind of hurry our hustle <laughs> past it. Sure. So you guys begin to make your way north, um, uh, finishing out the rest of the four-hour-and-a-half-hour kind of trek. Um, you guys get up there, and you guys make your way to Felspin. Let me the map and all of your tokens uh, I just realized your guys tokens are going to be large so give me a second to make them small once I get you guys over here 
this. Activate and configure. Uh, all players now that you guys have discovered it. All right, let me make your tokens a little bit smaller so it's accurate to some degree. There. 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 Oop. Special spin my girl. And last but not least, there we go. All right, so you guys all kind of make your way to Felspin. Um, and as you guys approach, you guys see that uh, it's a little bit bigger, a little bit uh, more crowded. Got a few more houses here. Um, you guys kind of walk into this area and you see right off the bat, looks like there's some, some types of uh, animal pens and stables. Um, you see what looks like um, a lot of various houses for various things, some warehouses stored with stuff. Um, and you see a bunch of townhouses and a few wells, um, but nothing in the way of kind of shops here at the very get-go, but you guys do see off in the distance what looks like three larger buildings all the way at the end of town or at the other end of town. I guess let's go and first see about where we'll be staying for the night, as well as where we can offload this gear. Surely, like, maybe the barracks could use some more weapons. I'm gonna head up this way with Puppy kind of trailing behind and kind of peek into this place or see if it, like, is some kind of open uh, shop or anything like that. As you kind of... As you kind of look in, you see um, what looks like different stacks of boxes, some hay bales and stuff. You see what looks like a, a horse tied up to kind of um, an area in there. It doesn't seem like it's any type of shop. It seems like it's more so kind of like a um, uh, a house with maybe like a little bit of a barn attached to it. Okay, what about this one? Can I? It's about 20 feet away over here that's the same model. Yeah, Is yeah, that, it yeah. follows the same kind of suit. It looks like it's some sort of housing with like a, a large barn or garage. Yeah. Okay. Is there anybody around that I can kind of look to to speak to or anything like that? Yeah, there's plenty of. Um, you see a various mix of wood elves. Uh, you see um, some humans. You see uh, a few high elves. Uh, um, you see uh, a couple moon elves as well here. Um, and you do see what looks like to be a couple tieflings and a couple of, um, uh, dwarves all kind of hanging out here. I kind of just, uh, pass by or pass near somebody else and kind of uh, nod to them and say, can you direct me to a smith? He, uh... Yeah, you find someone kind of standing on the road right here. He says, ah, yeah, just up the road. 
And to uh, to the west, if you follow that road all the way to its end, you'll get to a smith. My thanks. Say, and then continue upon making a bean line for the smith, basically. Sure. And so as the group all comes up on the smith, um, you guys see what looks like this kind of humbled little smith shop. You guys see the forge is uh, up front and most prominent. Uh, you see a, a working table, the anvil and stuff. And uh, you see uh, kind of in the back, uh, inside the building a little bit, you see what looks like a collection of different types of ores and different types of stuff in there. Um, and from the what looks like the rafters, he's got different types of breastplates and uh, blades and all types of stuff kind of just hanging there. Um, and it looks like he's kind of uh, etching something into a sword. Looks like some type of design, like maybe his... Um, his uh, signature to show that it was a blade forged by him. Looks like that he's concentrating on finishing that. So I kind of wait before I try and interrupt his uh, talent. So, but as soon as he finishes doing that, I just kind of clear my throat and say, Smith, can I speak with you? And as he's kind of etching that out, he finishes up and he kind of rubs it uh, off, you know, with a cloth to kind of give it a little bit of shine after etching it out. And then you kind of clear your throat and you talk to him and he, ah, yes, uh, what can I, what, oh, as he looks down, he notices the, the big bundle of just weapons and um, crossbows you have. I'm guessing you are looking to get rid of those. I'm hoping to commission your work if you can smith armor for my puppy, I say as I nod towards Mithril. And Mithril just kind of nudges and sits down. He gives him a tussle. Uh, sir, I'm terribly sorry, and I don't mean to offend, but uh, your eyesight might not be doing so well. That is, in fact, a bear. Hmm. Just a very non-committal grunt. He kind of looks at him. Uh, okay, very well. Um, yeah, I I could definitely get some uh armor for him. What are you looking for? Leather, hide? Oh, probably not hide. I shouldn't have mentioned that. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, metal, perhaps. As much metal as you can armor him with. Yes. Okay. I understand that it's going to be difficult to treat it like a barding uh, set for a horse, but hopefully you can manage with your talent and skill to duplicate the effect for this puppy. Uh, I should be able to create something for them. I do want to say the metal cost for this large creature is going to be pretty substantial. Are you sure you want to go with metal and not something a little bit more affordable, like perhaps a leather or studded leather? Do you, can you reclaim the metal of these scimitars? Um, and I point to the group of them in the bundle. So you would like me to reforge the scimitars here to create as much of an armor as I can for him? I can pay you in gold to do so. Just name a price. Hmm. And he uh, says, uh, may I inspect the blades uh, to see what I'm working with? By all means, they're the blades of bandits that we were accosted by on the way here from Felspar or Fandel. Oof, bandits, I, I hate those ruffians. Thank God that you guys uh, dispatched with them. 
Uh, and he kind of begins looking at the blades. Uh, a little dinged up, not really taken care of, but it's, it gets melted down, and he kind of looks over each of the blades. Uh, I'm afraid there's not enough here to give your companion here full cover, but I will be able to provide um, some kind of shoulder pauldrons for it, kind of leading down the arms, and then perhaps a... Um, maybe like a, a, a back kind of plate uh, to cover his uh, uh, back and maybe rear. And then there might be enough to get a helm done, but uh, not a full body covering, unfortunately. And what you can do left with the leather, see if you could repurpose their armor to cover the rest to form a cobbling of various protections but he's strong enough he could manage it okay uh i think i might be able to get something done are you guys going to be in town for some time uh it will take me a couple days to complete this we need to rest yeah so we're gonna at least stay here and we're asking if anyone has heard seen or knows of, of the corruption that's affecting the world tree Oh, shh, 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 he kind of hushes you. It's best not to, uh, as he's looking around past you guys, to speak so openly about that here. It, uh, while the rest of the region might um, not really feel as connected, this town has kind of built itself on the belief of the world tree, and so um, people don't we're, see too kindly to people talking we were commissioned, about it. We were commissioned to look into the blight that is affecting it so we're here to help i am a druid of a not a circle near here but i am traveling and i'm not a great druid but i will look into the problem i i understand and i greatly appreciate your help but uh there are people here that uh let's just say refuse to believe that there's anything wrong with the tree so uh it's you're saying that we must be we must be subtle in our attempt to find out if anyone has seen anything i understand yes and question everything you're told because um well i i'm not going to speak too much more in case there are prying ears uh went one to lose my head as he gives like a kind of nervous chuckle and uh yes uh so uh, about the armor i could probably have it done in a couple days uh i would say Roughly around uh, maybe 200 gold to do the leather with the metal. Doable, but can you reduce it a bit if I throw in these crossbows and what bolts I've gathered? Maybe hmm. 150. As he kind of looks over the crossbow uh, bows and stuff like that. Uh, some wear and tear for sure. Ah, uh, go ahead and uh, roll persuasion for me. Sure. Hold on. Not my best, but if anybody is trying to help me, that'd be great. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Woundas will give you guidance, so you can add a one d four to that. A whop it of ten. Okay, 1d4. Yep. All right. Uh, so nice. with a 14, um, he kind of looks it over. Ah, 
I don't know about 150, but I could probably get away with uh, 165 if that works. Doable. Oh, and with that, he, with that, he he reaches into his personal uh, gold, not the chest. So that way, he doesn't see that we have that chest in my bag. Got it. All right. All right. So one sixty-five. Uh, anybody do quick math for me? Two seventeen minus one sixty-five, thirty-five, forty-five, fifty-two gold left. It looks like you did your own quick math. Yep. <laughs> You can I, do I, my, you can do minus an amount of gold, like in in the gold text box. You could do minus or plus on a number, and it'll do the math for you. Uh, I, I try to keep my mind as sharp as possible with quick math. I just happen to say, you know, out loud, basically as I'm doing it, so that way it kind of lets you know that you can do it with me, more or less. Gotcha, so, for sure. Right. Um. But he kind of takes the gold and he says, very well, uh, if you can have your uh, companion come over here, I please. Can, I can wait here while my companions go look around elsewise to keep uh, my puppy calm. And he kind of makes a, makes a, makes a seat pretty much like, eh, I'm going to sit like out in the grass a little bit and that way. Uh, puppy is in sight, basically. Mithril's in sight, and he's calm. Sure. Um, the the blacksmith kind of comes up, and he begins to measure out um, uh, the your companion um, from head to toe, and kind of taking different measurements and seeing kind of the the, the width and length of him. And um, he takes all the equipment that you hand to him, um, all the crossbows, the scimitars, and the leathers, and. He uh, spending my time minusing them out of my inventory, so there that way everybody else can go uh, do whatever. I'm saying out of character, basically. So okay, I want to keep everybody tied up. Um, and yeah, he begins to start going to work at like breaking apart the scimitars and stuff like that, um, and getting to work on kind of doing some stuff. What is everyone else doing? I say to Loxton, uh, go find us rooms, or uh, not Loxton, uh, Rundos, go find us some rooms. Okay. And, and then I sit down to do nothing. All right. Okay. I'll go up to the smith and ask him, how much more would it cost to put the puppy in full metal? Oh, that, that's actually going to be a little bit bigger of an ask. We're looking around 300 gold. Because you're looking at full plating armor, and that's uh, that's not cheap. Um, and I would have to use my own materials, so maybe a little bit more than three hundred. Letting him. I mean, I, I'm not paying any attention to him negotiating anything further. I'm like meditating in the grass. How much will two fifty get me? Uh, I would say um, 250 extra gold uh, probably be the equivalent of someone wearing half plate alright here you go I'll give him the 250 aye very well Um, I will uh, kind of toss these uh and I will begin to uh, pull some more material and make a 
make a fine suit of uh, half-plate armor for uh, the party's companion. How did you get so much out of character? How did you get so much gold? We weren't given that much, were we? Yeah. Is that in we got we got ninety from the did we get from the the dude's husband? Not yet, no. We left. Uh yes, you guys did. It was the guard when he kinda came in, the honor guard. He came in, he kinda paid oh, okay. you for that service, and then he gave you guys the, the coffer full of gold. Oh, Okay, that was 50 gold each. So yeah, 90, then 50, and then the yep. 250 is in my pack. So so uh, it would be 140 for each of you. Uh, total what you have earned since playing, plus whatever you had before. And then um, on top of that, you guys have a 250 pool of gold between uh, your party. You guys can either split four ways, or you guys can kind of keep it together for party funds. Gotcha. Yeah, then we stole some from the bandits. Oh, yep, that's right. The bandits did have a little bit of gold on them as well. Gotcha. I guess that must be what I missed because I did not know where you pulled 250 gold from. All right, I'm trying to I'm trying to minus out seven of my scimitars because one of them is mine. <laughs> so <clears throat> trying to figure out that I have eight scimitars. I need to keep one of them. Here, let me do this. Uh, go into the edit button um, uh, in your inventory, and you can drop the quantity from 8 to 1. Okay, I'm looking for the quantity. Should be under description, above weight and a price. I'm going to tag resource consumption, this range, target, details, effects, description. My bad. I didn't even see that. Okay. So there, I can just change it to one. Yep. That's how you can do that. And so, um, Rundas, do you have uh, 250 of your own gold to spend for the thing? Or are you talking about? Yep, um, I took it out. Okay. Um, then, yep, yeah. he'll, he'll take that gold, and... Um... Yeah, they also sold, like, my chain mill. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. All right. Then, um, as that's all going on, uh, what is everyone else doing? I suppose we're off to go find some rooms, somewhere to stay for the night. All right. Um, you guys do notice what looks like to be an inn pretty much right next to you guys. Looks like to be some oh. sort of uh, establishment. As uh, you do kind of hear a little bit of lively chatter coming through uh, the doors up front here. And um, it does look much larger than most of the other buildings, so you can assume it's probably not a house. In that case, we'll go check it out. Or at least I will. I can't speak for the entire party. I'm just waiting by while well, he's he's still working on puppy, so I'm letting him make sure he's uh, uh, calm while he's doing that. That's plenty of time for you guys to find stuff. Right. Sure. Um, 
All right, so as you guys walk into this kind of tavern, you see that um, unlike the tavern you guys were at before, this one's a little bit more livelier. You see about uh, six to seven other patrons in here, um, various amounts of orcs, dwarves, uh, elves, humans, um, and uh, then you see kind of a barkeep, and it looks like he's kind of cleaning off the um, the counter that he kind of serves drinks from. And he sees you walk in, and he says, Ah, ahoy! Welcome to uh, my tavern. What can I get you? Uh, we're looking for rooms for four and a pet. Ooh, and a pet. Ooh, and a... Uh, well, currently I've got um, three single rooms, or I've got the Adventurer Suite, if that's something you're looking for. What is the Adventurer Suite? Uh, the Adventurer Suite contains six different beds all in the same room. Uh, each of those beds comes with a chest to put your belongings, um, a bedside table, um, and that also includes the meal for the night and a meal for the morning. Um, and that'll run you uh, 25 gold apiece. Uh, it's 100 gold total, but... There's only three rooms, so either one of us shares a room with someone else, or we buy the suite, and I guess use it for everyone in the, in the puppy. Uh, would y'all be fine with that? I would have to take a little bit out of the party fund for it to afford it, but... Seems like a fine deal for me. So what'll it be? I suppose the adventurer suite. Ah, very well. Uh, are you going to be staying here multiple nights or just one night? Uh, at least a couple nights. We have business here. Ah, I've got business here. Well, in that case, uh, oh, let me take a look. I could probably take a ten, uh, let's say fifteen gold off of each night. Um, so if you buy uh, all your nights together right now, uh, I'd be willing to give you about uh, fifteen gold off each night. And I'll be like, give us a second. That'd be then, ten gold each. Ten gold each per night, basically. I'm sorry, I was no, in the I think bathroom, meant, so I was muted. I think he meant like fifteen total off of the group party. So and I'll ask eighty-five. To a, yeah, it would be eighty-five a night. Oh, okay, my bad. I'm not there, so if if they if he came to ask me about it, I'd say yes. If whatever he, he charges, let us stay for at least three nights. Uh, we could use the party fund basically to just buy three nights worth. That'd be fine. Uh, in that case, I will ask Rundas to go get the the party fund. And let's see, that's 
85 times 3 is 170, 255. I can the cover thing. the rest. Maybe the whole thing. Okay. Let me delete it out of my character. Well spent, though. If we're to be in the area for this, to, or be staying until the armor's finished anyway, we can also take a small trip down to check those ruins out tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. All right. So as you kind of, as Rundas heads out, grabs the gold, comes back, and kind of hands it over to you, um, Isabel. Uh, you hand it all to the barkeep, who kind of takes it, counts it up for a second, says, "Ah, very well." And uh, this will actually buy you uh, a round of drinks every night. So feel free to use your drink tokens as he sets down uh, four drink tokens for the first night. Um, pulls out four more, sets them down for the second night, and four more for the third night. Um, and uh, like I said, meals are uh, dinner meals and uh, breakfast meals are on the house. That includes your party companion. Um, and of course, the adventure suite accommodates uh, pets and uh, familiars as well. So, by all means, um, please enjoy your stay and thank you for the patronage. Uh, Will it be a problem if the pet is a little bigger than a familiar? Well, it's bigger than a dog. It, it, it's a it's a large animal. Well, as long as it's not some sort of uh, giant, as he kind of looks over at Ruindas and he says, "Honestly, if if your buddy here can, um, if he's more than capable of getting up there and getting to sleep and everything, I don't see." Any reason why a pet isn't, uh, at least as long as it's smaller than him, able to make it. Unless you're telling me you got some sort of large wyvern or something. No, no. Ooh, thank God. Last time a wyvern was in here, it made a mess. Either way. How long ago was that? Oh, ooh, must have been a year and a half ago now. It uh, torched the whole place up and uh, made quite a mess. Luckily, the adventurers were um, good to their word and they helped pay to restore all the damages. Yes, yeah, no way. made all the measurements, I, I show up in the, the uh, inn, and uh, inn walks uh, Mithril too, so he's just falling behind. I think he's high and mighty because he was being uh, handled by a very talented smith measuring him out and making sure he's got all his fur, you know, situated right and everything, so... He's just like, hey, let's let's find dinner. <laughs> sure. So as you guys come in, the uh, barkeep kind of waves at you and says, welcome, friend. And uh, he sees that you kind of walk up and you kind of join up with the group and says, ah, you're all together. Yeah, this must be your party companion. Very well. Um, here's your room key as he kind of sets down a key. Um, you're all the way up at the top floor. Um, follow the hallway all the way to the end. And you're the last room at the end of the hallway. Sounds good. Uh, do you know anything about those ruins to the south? Oh, sure, sure. I, I hear a little bits and uh, tidbits here and there about it. Lots of people passing through and lots of gossip. Uh, from what I hear, there's uh, some sort of uh, goblin infestation or something going on over there, but uh, they say it used to be uh, some... 
sort of old elvish ruins that uh, were made way before all of our times, obviously. Um, said to hold some pretty valuable uh, gear and, um, well, lots of gold, lots of gems. You know how it goes. Adventure in life, uh, lots of stories. Whether it's true or not, I'm not totally sure. I haven't been there myself, but, uh, you know, you hear some things. Of course, of course. Bridgewall is just sitting at a table, sipping on the meat or ale, whatever it is, and he just kind of nods, and if anybody is sitting near him, he kind of leans over and very quietly says, be, be careful, like the smith said, don't ask too much about the problems in the area. That, I, I, I knew what I asked about. Completely what? unrelated to why we're here. No, I mean the ruins are. I'm sorry, this is out of character. The ruins are fine, but yeah, he's just. Oh yeah, no, I. When you started, I know. You know that, so. Uh, I will ask him if there's anything noteworthy happening around recently. Ooh, uh, not too much that I've seen. Um, I will say that. Uh, the uh the lack of visitors to the regions uh getting a little bit uh hard on business um but uh you know with the war and um other circumstances going on um it just uh gets not right time for it but uh all things come to pass i'm sure yeah uh i don't have anything else to ask him unless Y'all want to go out on a limb? That's out of character. Bridgewald would just ask the, the innkeepers, do you know the smith next door? Hey, I do. He uh, actually comes in uh, and uh, has a drink uh, after work every day before heading home to his wife and daughter. What, uh, what do you need to know? I was just curious if you are a tight community. Uh, he's, making, he's making some protection for Mithril here. He ruffles Mithril, Mithril's head. Ah. Making him some armor to protect him. He was hurt on the way here by bandits, and that angered me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, friend. It's never good when uh, part of your pack is hurt. And, uh, you know. It's even worse when some of your pack tries to stray too far. So, totally understand. And with that, Ridgewell just kind of goes quiet again and waits for dinner to be prepared or whatever. If that's if we're early or anything like that. Um. Yeah. So you guys are definitely early. It took you about four and a half hours. We'll say four hours and 45 minutes because of the fact that you guys had to fight some bandits. Um, and then negotiating with not only the blacksmith, but coming in talking with the tavern keeper, we'll say, uh, and moving through town cost you another, I don't know, mm -hmm. 45 minutes. So you guys are at five and a half hours and you guys probably left around, I would say 9am, 8am. So it's like mid afternoon right now, barely. Yeah. You guys are looking at about 1pm. Okay. I looked at the innkeeper again. Are there any merchants in town selling wares like armor or weapons or magical contraptions? Uh, 
Well, your best bet if you're looking for any types of arms or armaments is the blacksmith. He's got a, a selection over there. Um, however, uh, it's not really much of a, a selling town. Most of the time, it's uh, this town is more focused on this kind of uh, worship of the tree. And uh, you'll notice over uh, across the way there, there's a, a temple uh, made out of brick dedicated to the uh, the this uh, world tree. And uh, people often go there to pray and stuff uh, since the world tree's been off limits for some time now. The uh, priests have... Uh... Limits? I'm a druid. Yeah. yeah. The mountains. Nature's off limits here. No, it's it's not that uh, nature's off limits. It's just that uh, I guess the uh, there's something going on with the druid uh, or the uh, world tree where um, I guess it's uh, producing abnormal amounts of uh, magic. And so... Uh, they're asking everyone, please uh, make prayer from um, the temple here, from their homes, uh, instead of traveling to the tree to offer praise, just for some uh, the time being until uh, the tree kind of gets back to its normal self. And they said shouldn't be too much longer before the tree is able to fully recover. Are there any acolytes still in attendance at the church near or over there? Uh, yeah, there should be uh, quite a few. Um, uh servants of the uh, tree there at the church um, and uh, you'll meet quite a few of the apprentices training there to become uh, full-fledged uh, purveyors and um, Isabel would you care to go speak with them I was thinking about it does this town have a library out of curiosity oh no uh, unfortunately we don't have anything like that we're not large enough to hold a library but uh um you know i i might have a few books in uh the lost and found here if you're looking um just for some light reading while you're here or uh if you're looking for something more particular i'm sorry but i don't think you'll find much help around these parts no that's fair i was just looking for something to spend my day doing sure um like i said lost and found is he kind of met uh thumbs over to what looks like this kind of wooden crate and you kind of just see a bunch of random kind of miscellaneous knickknacks a few books um, you see uh, a few kind of um, pendants stuff like that okay uh, and where is the temple uh, you head out the doors and you uh, head to the east it'll uh, be right there next to the road can't miss it it's the only heavily stoned building around here Gotcha. What of a well, farrier? Do they have any horse breeders here or horse sellers here? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, passing your way in, um, there's the haystack and the fence there. Um, he kind of, uh, well, yeah, there's a couple of those, but, uh, the one that you're looking for is going to be the one with the big stalls on the outside, uh, kind of the rounded, uh, fencing, uh, up close towards the front of town when you enter and, and he's talking yes. about this one. Uh, yep. yeah, you're able to, uh, you're able to get a mount there if you're looking for something. Um, uh, he's got some horses for sale as well as a few, uh, donkeys if you're looking at just have something carry your uh, your cargo and your your weights. He just kind of nods at that. He just finishes his drink and nods again to Isabel and says, "I'm going to go see about the horse seller." And he gets All up right. and steps out and bear fire uh, mithril follows. 
All right. And then what is everyone else doing while he's going to the horse cellar? I'm thinking about that. Uh, I actually don't want to talk to the Acolytes today. I'm worried that they might be against why we're here. And so... I we're here for three days, so yeah. Uh, so mm -hmm. I want to, uh, if possible, rest today, do some learning about the town, maybe talk sense. to the acolytes, but I don't want to do that right this second because I'm tired in real life. <laughs> and and then tomorrow we check out the ruins see what kind of what what's in there if we need to come back and rest and then we, check into it again yeah the character uh we've got a couple days to build some good uh pr and standings in in this uh town so if we just kind of take our time we could probably find out if anybody knows or you know can point us to anything that may know i also want to check out the the goblins in case we need to buy more time here that's the yeah the ruins the next day yeah of course all right that's, that's what that, that's what he said the ruins were uh, a rumor mill of goblins and goblins infestations and whatnot right yes okay um drool and uh Rundas, what would you guys like to do i'll be looking for some Manual labor jobs to hopefully get some more money. Okay. Drool is drinking and licking his spear. Uh, actually, has Drool like let us know about his need to be submerged? Yeah, we knew that. I think. Uh, well, we talked about it in chat, but I don't think he's actually ever like vocalized it in. Yeah, you, that's true. No, you'll you'll see it tonight because we'll all be in the same room at the end of the evening. He creates water in a bucket and pours it all over himself. Okay, as long as you have something, I was I was gonna try and ask around for arrangements for you if you didn't have it. Nah, he's only three feet tall. He just kind of does a a bucket bath. I can carry a bigger bucket for you if you if you find one. Really get the soak. Also, yeah, I do want to mention that if you guys ever get a bag of holding, I do allow my players to fill that with water if that's something you guys want to do. <laughs> that's fun. I I had a group that uh, used the bag of holding to fill it with water, and I didn't know what they were doing with it, but I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And they filled it with water, and then they went into like a small room, and at, at one point they just flooded the room and um, tried to drown the big bad evil guy oh nice <laughs> so that kind of came back to me but i was like you know what? that I, I love the Good creativity <laughs> so yeah i'll allow that that's uh, awesome I, if we find multiple bags of holding baby but i don't want to use our first one on it right right uh just kind of food for thought on you know the limits or not limits of your what you guys can do um 
with that said, we are going to end off uh, here uh, for today.